Welcome to Spiritual and Empowerment Living with international speaker, spiritual mentor, and best-selling author, Tia Johnson, as she discusses spiritual and women's empowerment topics to assist you in igniting your spirituality and empowering your quality of life. Let's welcome your host, Tia Johnson. Hello, spiritual trailblazer, and welcome to episode 209, What You Must Protect in Order to Live Your Truth. Ooh, that's a heavy topic right there. So before I dive into that topic for today, I want to make sure that you head over to the blog, the Spiritual Apartment Living blog, and check out this week's blog post. So it's really cool. excuse me. So it's a really cool post and it's 10 must have resources for any God is looking to recharge. Okay. And we all need time to recharge and ways to recharge. So go ahead and check that out. The link will be in the description for this episode, but the title is 10 must have resources for any God is looking to recharge. So important not to be uh, left in the dark or put on the back burner. Also, I have so, like, this is so big. I'm so excited, and I'm holding in some of my excitement because I don't want to sound too loud on the microphone and then blow out your eardrums. <laughs> but I can finally say what I've been working on for months now, and that is the domain of the goddess retreat. Yes, a live event ladies and gentlemen, because I know some men listen, and this is just so huge, so, so huge. All right, I'm going to give you the quick skinny on this, so that way you can check out the landing page, get your ticket, and I will see you there. All right, so this retreat is all about pressing play on areas in our life where we've been hitting the pause button. Okay, so It takes place in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, but no worries. I got you covered. I know that there are 45 different countries. (laughs) Okay, I I look at the stats. There are people from 45 different countries who listen to this podcast. So you can get a virtual ticket where you can still enjoy the retreat from the comfort of your own home. All right, so this retreat is all about breaking free from our setbacks, stepping into our, our freedom. So whatever's holding us back, once we get rid of that, that's when we're going to embrace our freedom from that and live our truth, which is also part of the topic for this episode. So we will be uh, becoming more in touch with our femininity and other aspects of ourselves. We'll be comfortable with who we are and trust the decisions that we make. Okay, we will be able to confidently live and speak our truth, discover, understand, and own our spiritual and intuitive gifts. There will be a dance party, champagne toast, brunch, and lunch. Okay, so go ahead, head over to tiamariejohnson.com forward slash retreat. Get your early bird ticket. Seating is limited, all right? So I have to stress that it is limited. So get your early bird ticket. You got until June 5th. But you know how time flies, so get your ticket. You can get a VIP ticket where you will be dining with me and my two hosts, co-hosts. Uh, you'll get a VIP grab bag, okay? So you can get the e-ticket, general admission, or the VIP ticket, all right? Lots of great things going down. 
You can expect to have an aha moment, uh, making connections with other amazing people who want you to succeed no matter what. You're going to leave empowered and unapologetic and more in touch with your needs and wants. You're going to make it happen even more. All right, but we're going to reduce that learning curve. So go ahead, go to tmariejohnson.com forward slash retreat. Get your tickets now. I want to see you in person. Okay, I got that out the way. (laughs) So today's topic, what you must protect in order to live your truth. I have 10 things for you. And uh, these are so important because it's so easy for us to hold back or hold our tongues, as the saying goes, for the sake of being nice, for the sake of not wanting to get in an argument, for the sake of whatever. But what happens is, we tend to do it more than we think it becomes normal. Our voices get smaller. We don't take up space. And when we do finally say something, people don't take us seriously. So I have 10 things to help protect, protect our truth. One is our mentality. So I read an article earlier today about being woke and how there are people who are on their being woke high horse. And if you don't know what woke means, it it means being very informed about a situation and, and you, you are someone who's telling the background of a situation that usually has an ugly history. Okay. So understandable is great to know the history, but sometimes that tends to spoil what's going on currently for example the origins of the mr softy ice cream tone really has racist origins but the song itself had transformed over the years that it no longer has any of those lyrics in the song and it was a completely different tune okay and it just transformed over the years so a work woke person would just say you know oh that originated from this, and that's why I don't buy the ice cream, et cetera, et cetera. So it's okay to know the background of things, but it's when we get to the stream where we're just sucking the energy out the room and we get on our our men- mental high horse, okay? Now, I'm not saying that's you, but I'm saying we can be, be influenced by people like that. So we need to protect our own thoughts, okay? And this includes doing our own research on certain things. This includes us saying, I I get it. That is a very sensitive topic, but I don't want to talk about that right now. And it's okay. You don't want to talk about something right now. Maybe it's the morning time. Okay. You really just can't function at that time. All right. This also has to do with just figuring out your mental health. Okay. Maybe talking to a therapist will help you. Maybe talking to, you know, different groups of people for different things will help you. Maybe you just need to yell. Maybe you need to scream in your pillow. Okay, whatever that is. All right. Just really look at your mentality, your your thought processes, all that, because that is what helps you to live your truth. And living this truth, protecting it. The more we grow, the more we understand ourselves, the more we do research, the more we're going to learn what truth is for us. And what's true for us now may not be true for us five years from now. We might have a 
completely different perspective. We might no longer have any interest in that. It just won't ring, ring true. An example of that may be a money concern. Maybe you grew up where money was tight all the time. And the truth for you at that time was that money is something that easy come, easy go. Money is for bills. That was your truth. But you grew up and then you learned that, you know what? I don't want that to be my truth anymore. I don't want to work just to pay bills. I want to have a lot of money in my bank account. All right, so one is your mentality. Two has to do with your boundaries, okay? So you got to protect your boundaries. And I, I like to explain what boundaries look like because I don't want to just throw words out there like, oh, yeah, Make sure you, you have strong, firm boundaries next. Now, what does that look like? Because it looks differently to different people. Having boundaries could you say could be you saying, no, I don't want to hang out. No, I don't want to go to that place. I don't know. I get back to you. I have to think about it. Giving yourself that buffer to respond. And if someone pressures you like, okay, well, what do you have going on? It's like nothing. I, I just need to see if I really feel like going. Maybe, you know, I, I just weighing my options okay you can say i'm not 100 percent about going i just got to think about it that's all all right boundaries again that's you adding buffer a buffer zone just like if you don't like standing close to someone because this guy keeps touching your elbow when he's talking on your shoulder you step back one two paces you're just like okay you know you don't have to keep touching me every time you talk Okay, have that buffer zone. It could be you not answering the phone when someone calls. You could just be like, you know what? Yes, I am available, but I don't want to be available for talking right now. That's okay. That's okay. All right. Three is me time. This gets downplayed so much because there can be guilt associated with this. If you're not being productive, then it's like you get the side eye. Me time is whatever you want it to be. If you just want to watch movies on Netflix because that is your downtime and you're wearing your bummy house clothes, okay, and you order Chinese food, that's on you. That's fine. That's, That's how you also recharge. That's you honoring that time block for yourself, that sacred time. It could also be you going to the spa. It could be you going to the gym and just working out your emotions by hitting a punching bag. It could be you enjoying a cup of coffee for 10 minutes. Okay? Whatever you want that mean time to be, that mean time is you being uninterrupted. That's you saying, kids, mommy's going to have her, her me time. Give me 10 minutes. Whenever I watch my nieces and I need a couple of moments, I put them on notice. I just say, I'll be right back. I'm going upstairs, okay? Don't touch nothing. (laughs) I'll be right back. And they're usually really good about it unless they are arguing over the tablet, okay? But other than that, it's it's pretty good. It, It works really well. Number four is the right to have an expression, this is something you really had to protect in order to live your truth because just like with the me time, people feel like in some ways 
having your own personal time is just just this mysterious concept. It's not real, but it is very much so real. You can definitely find ways to make time for yourself because that's when you connect with yourself and you might get an inspiration to do something. Okay. So when you want to be expressive, use your voice for something, speaking up, whatever the case may be, what you're doing is you're putting into motion exactly what you're trying to make a reality for yourself. So you, if you are someone who's just like, you know what, I want to wear a decorative scarf. Fine. You're being creative. That's your truth. You and you embracing your creativity is what's going to allow you to get to the next level in your life. It's what's going to allow you to be more open to do different things because you're in your zone. You're not denying yourself of something that is integral for you, for, for your growth, for, for your ability to be you. Okay. So when you have a right, so, so when you want to express your right to have a voice to speak up, that's something that is a, a huge factor in your life. Some people don't want you to speak up. So what? So what? Number five, the right to take up space. And I talked a little bit about this earlier when I said when we don't focus on protecting these things that we tend to go inward, we don't take up space. So why is taking up space such a big deal? Because it's us announcing that we are here. Is us announcing that I have a say-so. Is us announcing that I am firm, as in like, okay, I'm not this flighty person who can't do anything. Like, boom, I'm here, firm, sitting down, ready to go, okay? I'm not walking around somewhere. I am present. There's nothing wrong with taking up space because if you don't take up your own personal space and, and make that energetic announcement that you have, have arrived, someone else is going to filter over into your space. They may lean in too much into your your uh, side. You're just like, really, Bob? Can't you just sit up straight? <laughs> All right, so put your your uh your coffee cup one place put your pen another place just to spread out a little bit all right number six be appreciated i know there's a lot of women out there in particular and i know this happens to men too but i work with women a lot and i speak from a woman's perspective but i again i know this happens to men who are not appreciated or they don't get enough credit for what they do. And it's not that they are looking for credit. It's just that when they do something and someone comments, it's just like, really? <laughs> like I did all this and you managed to find the one thing I didn't do. It's like that. Okay. You can, of course, appreciate, appreciate yourself. You can correct someone by reminding them of the things that you do. For example, let's say you are out for a promotion or you just want a promotion. You've been at your, your job for five years. You realize that you've been doing the work of 
uh, like a higher up. So you're doing your work and a higher up work. And you just feel like you need to be compensated for the amount of work you've been doing. You want to see, I mean, you want to be able to show that, hey, I do this and I want to feel appreciated in the form of monetary value. So you would type up the things that you do and rehearse it, or you might even type it up to update your resume. And you want to show, hey, John, hey, Sandra, this is what I've been doing for the company over the years. The company went from this to that. And and I played a a huge role in, in this process. Okay. So you want to be able to relay this to people as a reminder, like, hey, here's what I do in case you forgot. Number seven is say when you're uncomfortable. Sometimes I I tell people, well, I always tell people when I'm uncomfortable, but sometimes people take it as a joke. They're just like, oh, get over it. Or, um, well, when, when you say this, it's like, look, if I say something that makes you uncomfortable and you don't say it, how am I supposed to know? And if I do something that is acceptable and no one says anything, but you have a little something about it, you can't call that out later because I'm telling you, hey, I don't like that. That makes me feel uncomfortable. Well, I didn't say anything when you said this. It doesn't work like that. You should have said something. You should have been like, hey, Tia, I know that you cuss, but I'm, you know, I'm a little bit uncomfortable with that. And I'm like, you know what? Okay, and I will dial it back a little bit. I would just dial it back. That's all. Right? So it's just don't say it later (laughs) as a means of trying to justify why you should continue to say something that makes me uncomfortable. So you have to say when you're uncomfortable. And I know it isn't easy for some people. Sometimes it's your supervisor. You could, in a way, say, all right, you're, you're stepping a little bit into my personal space. Remember in, in kindergarten where we learned about personal space and, and you know, our, our, we had our own little, little cubby holes and everyone had their own little space. Remember that? You're stepping over, over the invisible line, George. <laughs> okay? So not to make light of it, but I know that it's hard for some people to say that because they're in, in, in a position where it could very well cost them their job and they're not in a position to leave just yet. So you can say it in a way that's a little bit kinder until you get into a position where you can say, look, <laughs> I need you to step back. All right. Like you're in my personal space. I mean, okay. Like I, I brush my teeth. I brush my tongue. I use mouthwash. I know I'm good, but I'm just saying, <laughs> okay, just, just take that couple steps back. All right. Uh, eight is stand your ground. This is another one that is sensitive in nature, but something that we really had to protect in order to live our truth. Because if we, if you think about it, if we're not saying when we are uncomfortable, if we're not speaking up when we don't feel appreciated, then what are we doing? We're not living an authentic life. We're living something that's made believe and we're bottling this up. And as you know, what gets bottled up on the energetic level will eventually show up on a physical level. Okay. So standing your ground, this doesn't mean you had to be rude with people. The only time you really have to take the gloves off is when you really do have to take the gloves off to let someone know. Okay, there have been certain stories I've been told about office uh, uh, conversation that just went 
haywire because someone was on their, you know, power trip talking to adults in a very disrespectful manner and that person had to get checked. Okay. So unless you have to take the gloves off, don't take the gloves off. Okay. You can professionally stand your ground when you with your friends. And if you really care for this friend and they're just acting up a little bit, you know, they may say some really off color. Where did you get that idea from? You know, then you can pull them aside and talk to them. I've, I've done that before with a friend, but I just told them like, Hey, look, I wasn't cool with that. And, and here's why I, I we really had that conversation. It was really uncomfortable for me because I didn't want to have that conversation. I've been good friends with this person for a number of years at that time. It just seemed really weird to have to do that, but it, it needed to be done. Okay. So standing your ground is really saying, look, I, I didn't like the way I didn't like the tone of your voice. Okay. Or, you know, I respect your opinion, but that's really not the full story. That That's really a blanket statement you, you've made there. You can't truly believe that that applies to everyone, okay? There's nothing wrong with standing your ground on a, on a point, on a feeling, on anything, right? Because you're doing this for your highest good. It's, it's a sound reasoning, Okay, or something you believe in, like your spirituality. If someone wants to ask you questions and they're getting getting a little indignant, it's like, look, okay, I'm not asking you to believe in this. I'm not asking you to convert. I'm saying this is what works for me. I'm not hurting anyone, and I'm living a pretty darn good life here. All right, number nine, almost done. Embracing your spiritual gifts. So many times. Women have come to me and I would say the number one thing they say is, I thought I was crazy. And really it's because they don't know what their spiritual gifts are or they have an idea, but they haven't really practiced it and really own it. So, you know, living your truth is really about understanding all aspects of self. And some parts of yourself will be revealed as you get older. This isn't about putting all the the weight on you of discovering every single part of yourself right now or else you're failing that life and you're a horrible spiritual being. No, not at all. We are in different cycles of our lives, okay? Some of us will become mothers one day, wives one day, okay? Team leaders one day, okay? And the list, coaches, and the list goes on and on and on. We're taking on a different form, the form of a coach, the form of a mother, the form of a wife, okay? And we just got to, you know, embrace that and and do the research and practice that. So if you're a coach, you know, let's say your kid is 10 years old and they're on the soccer team and you're you're just like, you know what? I'm going to be the assistant coach. You're the assistant coach. Then the head coach gets sick. They got the flu and they're out for like a month something like that, and, and you step in, and now you're the head coach, temporarily. So what are you going to do? You're probably going to study the playbook. You're going to study how to communicate with children. You're going to ask, hey, uh, well, w- what are some of the drills that you really like to do? Whatever the case may be. So with your spiritual gifts, 
what are you going to do? You're going to learn more about them. You're going to practice them. You're going to figure out what are your gifts because you're learning about a different aspect of you. And there's nothing wrong with doing research and reading and looking at YouTube videos and absorbing all the knowledge. Okay. That's what you do. It's just another form of you, your spiritual self. And last but not least, one day I will get sound effects. I want to have a drum roll, but I don't want to do the drum roll sound with my hands on the computer because I don't know how it's going to sound or you're in. <laughs> okay, so number 10, not to worry about justifying yourself, but I also want you to be prepared. So here's what I do. I use myself as an example. I have tattoos. I have, let me count. I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. I feel like I'm forgetting one. Oh yeah, nine, 10. I have 10 tattoos and I'm not done. I'm going to get more. So I have 10 tattoos right now. Do I care what other people think about my tattoos? No. Did I have anyone else in mind when I got my tattoos? No. Am I concerned about what people may say about, oh, what are you going to do when you get pregnant? Or what are you going to do when you become 80 years old? I'm just going to be a badass grandma. Like, (laughs) I'm not worried about it in any way, shape, or form. And if by chance I don't like a tattoo, I'll pay for it to get covered up and redone with something else. I don't care. All right. So, but I do prepare myself for when someone asks me a question. Because one thing I don't like is when people try to get you for something like, oh, do you even know what that means? Why do you care if I got it? wrong so this is true story actually two two different stories so i had a marine come up to me and he knew exactly what my symbols meant on my arm uh and he was just like oh man that's cool great reddit boom and nice little conversation another occasion occasion a guy walked up to me do you know what those symbols mean say yeah i did my research and he goes, oh, man. He's like, I wouldn't want to get that because I get it wrong. And I'm just thinking to myself, I didn't ask you. <laughs> but I but I prepared myself to say, yeah, I, I did my research. I, I know what it means. Okay. So do that because not only are you living your truth by saying to, to your, yourself and also energetically putting out there that I did it for me, not for you. You're also reeling back in your power. So did I cave in? Did I not take up space and cave in and go, oh, well, you know, it's something that I thought, you know, it'd be nice to get. I always wanted a tattoo. No, I did not fully explain myself. I did not go into a whole story about how I would go into these tattoo shops when I was a teenager, had no business going in there. And there's like, yeah, we'll tattoo you, you know, no problem. I didn't find a tattoo that I liked because I wanted this dragon tattoo. But my thing is, I didn't justify myself. I wasn't worried about it, but I just had a rebuttal for people who try to, you know, like get me like, oh, do you know what that means? Or, you know, whatever the case may be. So do that. Okay. You're less likely to get caught off guard. You take back your, well, you're not, you're not giving away. So there's nothing to take back, but you retain your power 
And you're living your truth because you're being expressive and you're not worried about what other people are going to think about it. Like I, I have no one else in mind but myself when I get a tattoo. That's it. <laughs> okay. So that's what I have for you, spiritual trailblazer. I do a quick recap. One, mentality. Two, boundary. Three, me time. Four, right to have an expression, voice your, your, voice your opinion, you know, your voice. Five, the right to take up space. Six, be appreciated. Remind people what you do. Seven, say when you're uncomfortable. Eight, stand your ground. Nine, embrace your spiritual gifts. Ten, not to worry about justifying yourself, but have a rebuttal. Be prepared, okay? I am always so happy to connect with you once a week, <laughs> okay? I would love to connect with you more, so I would love to see your bright, radiant faces at this event, the retreat right now. My face feels so great because <laughs> I, I washed my face before this recording and then I got my eye cream on and I got this moisturizer on my face and the lip mask on. I'm feeling so great right now. So I want to see your great radiant face, okay? Come out to the retreat or get your virtual ticket. There will be a Q&A session so you can ask questions again, from the comfort of your own home and get your early bird tickets, okay? As always, I am rooting for you. Be kind to yourself and many blessings. Thank you for joining Spiritual Living and Empowerment with Tia Johnson. Don't forget to subscribe and tune in to the next show. Want to continue the conversation with Tia? Follow her on Twitter, Instagram, and Periscope at Tia underscore Johnson underscore. Have a wonderful day filled with many blessings.